on the last episode of Dice, Dice, My Darling. Yeah, the ring of the winter, the signet of the unsteely court, the winter ring, is in Ashlaw. And that means big trouble for fucking Ashlaw. You know, shit's just gonna start getting colder and windier and more dangerous. And then the wolves are gonna come from the mountains and pretty much eat everybody's head. Higgins. We're about to get a quest. Sure, I'm supposed to hold the sword, and then I say, release the hunter from its confines. You all shield your eyes, and when you blink away the stars and kind of re-look at Amelie, Amelie, what do they see? A full-grown adult, uncomfortably wearing her schoolgirl uniform. Do you know what that is? I do you know what that fucking is? That's a hunter. That's a fucking hunter. I just thought that they had, um, they had all... Yeah, been killed because they're the most dangerous things that have ever fucking been on the fucking planet. Well, guess what? We got at least one! Oh, who to bust some heads? I want to bust some heads. So, the head you have to bust, there's a guy. Well, there's a goblin. This goblin's name is Richard Little. I... Is his name Little Dick? I mean, I don't, what? I don't understand. His name is Dick Little. Why is he so mad? Is he compensating for something? (laughs) I mean, uh, that's the name, that's the human name he chose for himself. He chose that for himself? What a dick. As you move, I like kind of grab, uh, grab you back and I say, um, Higgins, um, you know, I think we have to have some tact here. Meanwhile, Amelie has gone up to the bar and just went, Hey, old man! Do you know who Richard Little is? Like, not that. Just a withered, tiny, like, shriveled apple of an old man. And he's wiping down a glass, and he doesn't look at you and goes, Nope. Can't go stay no place consecrated. Can't go stay no place where there's no kind of super magic. So any place them wards are, he ain't gonna be there for long. But they don't like sunlight, they don't want people, and they can't keep their glamour up too long. So ain't gonna be no place where, you know, the, the university taking classes. I'll tell granddad you said hi. Tell granddad to smack you. So we have to do an introduction for the show. We want to do that now. Do we have any ideas? Because last time we did the totally tubular 90s. I mean, I'm just saying we have a beatboxer in Among Us. Ducky, do you want to beatbox? My name is Kristen. I'm here to say. What are you here to say, Kristen? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I had to think about it for a second. Is it that... I'm going to play D&D in a major way. Except that we're not playing D&D. I'm going to play Monster (laughs) of the Week. No, it doesn't work. It's terrible. It's terrible. Were you going to tell us that this is Dice Dice My Darling, an RPG podcast? Sure. (laughs) And that if you're not too fast, you can... What? Take a that... trip to the past. There you go. Oh. <laughs> this disaster is dice dice, my. Life. <laughs>
Hello, our new intro for every episode. This audio Welcome disaster. Welcome to this disaster. This disaster goes by the name Dice Dice. My darling, I am your uh, GM, Nicole. Uh, to my, what side is this? Left? <laughs> I can't tell my right from my left. I also cannot. Uh. High five! I'm only laughing because the only reason I could tell right from left is because I took piano lessons. Well, <laughs> that's really the only way I know. Well, but what's your, okay, what's your name, piano lessons? Uh, I am uh, Lord. I'm Ducky or Lord Adderkop. And your character? Master Higgins, the Hobbit, ex- Hobbit drug dealer extraordinaire. He's a terrible <laughs> drug dealer. I am Donnie, and my character's name is Randall. <laughs> And I'm Kristen, and I advocated for a beatboxing intro, uh, and we did not go with that, but my character is... Who says we didn't go with it? You know what else on the final edit. <laughs> it's true. Okay. <laughs> I reserve my judgment. Uh, and I play Fenella. I am Emmett, and I play Amelie. <laughs> and I have nothing else to say. All right. <laughs> So uh, when we last left you guys, you were just coming. It was around uh, about 2.30-ish, going on 3 o'clock, and you had just and left uh, the hanged man, the lo- the uh, dive bar in the ferry part of town. And Amelie is very disappointed that she didn't get to have a beer. Amelie did not get a beer. All grown up and didn't get a beer. All grown up and didn't get a beer. Apparently, Ernie. Oh, it sounds like most of my <laughs> Ernie wouldn't serve me. And Randall is consumed with the fact that he may or may not be a son of a bitch. That's right. <laughs> Other than that, so you guys are still looking. You didn't get a lot of information about where to find Richard Little, but you did get some information about goblins. What are you thinking next? So, uh, guys, what's a ward? I was thinking the same thing, Randall. It's it's Beaver. You know who could tell us? It's is- Beaver's dad. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah, no, it's a leave it a leave it to Beaver joke, ladies and gentlemen. That's a dumb I hate this joke. Stone. I, I watch, hate this joke. I watch I watch it after school. <laughs> you didn't say that in character voice. So, so all, no. all, all that happened was apparently a voice Amelie from above. had something going on in her head, and then she went, "I watch it after school." <laughs> Everyone stops and stares. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, so. So yeah, do you, um, you know, Bell Books and Candle is right around the corner. Do you guys think we could get some info there? Maybe? What I'm you thinking think? that's a good idea. We should probably uh, hoof it over there. All right. I really want to hit something. Okay. I mean, I, I, I kind of well, want to buy some more smudge sticks, sticks. Sometimes I like to cut them up and mix them with the weed. Well, that sounds really dangerous, but... Okay. I only give it to customers that I really, really hate. I think hate. you're a really untrustworthy drug dealer. Are you're just now catching on to that, huh? This is why I don't do drugs. Kids, don't just say no to drugs. You know I mean? Don't smoke smudge dicks. You'll be playing golf with Obama in no time. <laughs> is that... Who's Obama? For something? All right, so you guys are going to hook it down the... Yeah, the the... The Bell, the uh, New Age store is a block and a half down, uh, which street is this? Salisbury. It's Salisbury. <laughs> there we go. Not based on a real location at all. No. Well, we those don't big panic and it. name things after real locales. 
Uh, so you find <laughs> you find the Bone Bell and Book. It is a small bell book and candle. The bell book and candle. Oop, I put it wrong in my notes. <laughs> I, I play motto correct. <laughs> Gonna take that out of the podcast. We're real good at this. <laughs> oh my god, super good. Oh, we're gonna cut that. Cut it. Noise. I have, I have, I have control. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna use that as our cut points. I'm sorry. You're just gonna belch whatever we need to cut. Do you want me to quack every time we need to cut? Like, no. <laughs> no. There are. FYI, in the last episode, random background quacks that I couldn't cut. And I'm like, somebody's gonna notice there well, was quacking going on. Who's quacking there? It's just... Wait, who um, was quacking? It was Ducky. That's why his nickname is Ducky. Just, like, quacking. Not well, qu- quietly not quacking. <laughs> quietly quacking to quack, himself. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Bless. <laughs> You live with him. <laughs> I do. Uh, you head into you head into the Bell Book and Candle, the correct name of the New Age store. The owner is Nick Hathaway, who Ducky, you should know. Well, Higgins. Higgins. Oh, okay, you should know. I don't know any Nick Hathaways. <laughs> I don't know any Nick Hathaways. Uh, it's a it's a small kind of shotgun. Mm-hmm. Your typical tiny new age store there's some there the back wall is full of shelves of books there are a lot of candles it smells vaguely like it smells like incense when you walk in maybe there, a little bit of weed maybe a little bit of weed there's you know uh, there's that gradual transition from like wicca text to gay erotica yeah oh yeah oh no it's not it's gradual. not that casual it's not, it's it's not, not gradual. gradual it's 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 labeled i'm feeling it's a big <laughs> rainbow placard gay erotica <laughs> That's where all the penis-shaped candles are. Amelie is sneezing. Is sneezing from the... <laughs> from the incense. Incense, all she, right. <laughs> she, she she's in. not that you... Well, she's got a keen sense of smell, and also she doesn't normally uh, doesn't hang smell. around incense. She doesn't hang around incense. No. People that's, that burn it. No. Well, right. I mean, she is 10. Mm. As you, <laughs> it's true. I don't know what your 10-year-old life is like. I'm not making a, ju- a, a judgments. Uh, as you walk in the door, the chimes over the door ring. You hear some nice, peaceful New Age music playing. There's a fountain gurgling that's got some LEDs or something going. And you hear someone from the back go, Be right with you. Nice. What do you do? Uh, I'll walk. Uh, we walk up. Well, Higgins is going to go up to the counter and. Uh, wait for whoever's coming okay. in. Can I do a perception check sure. just to see if there's anything here? Yeah, yeah. Roll that perception check. That is a FYI, resisting the urge to steal anything, too. I guess this is, yeah, eight. An eight and investigate a mystery. Mm-hmm. I get one question. All right. What? What? Oh, yeah. Let me take a look at your question. Unless the Nick Hathaway, the proprietor of Bell Book and Candle, is a goblin you pretty much only got what is being concealed here. Yeah, I think that's what I was going with. Okay. Is like, is there, um, is there stuff here that we know we could use against? Mainly, I'm thinking like, is there a magical ward that I can? You, try you stealing? are looking or <laughs> stealing. I'm just gonna steal it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, none of us have money. 
Maybe Amelie. She's probably loaded, but none of us have money. So. She has a credit okay. card. So, uh, Higgins have any money? I feel like he sold some dime bags. Let me check. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the ledger. Rand- yeah. Randall, Randall has no idea where his wallet or his so pronouns you, or shoes you are. So you look around the shop and you do... <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why Amelie has money. <laughs> because you are wearing your fur coat because you are in possession of your magical item I'm going to say that you do sense that there is something in the shop as you walked into the shop you felt a little bit of resistance like a, almost almost like a gentle tug against your coat as you walked in but it was released immediately okay so, you... so, so real quick um, mm-hmm. as soon as that happens um, Fenella like goes into her forensic divination state. Okay. Um, when you successfully investigate a mystery, Which you, you can ask uh, what magic wisdom here is a free extra question. So okay. what's that magic? What is tugging at me? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, that is actually a vanilla <laughs> in a nutshell. I hate it. You... Vocal fry. Vocal fry. <laughs> Vocal uh, fry. <laughs> let's all get it out of our system. Uh, you. This is a wording spell that you pretty much immediately feel that this is this is a spell that is protecting the um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for the threshold of this shop, and because you guys don't, you feel like if you maybe try to steal something in here, that spell might activate. So you look around the shop and you notice that there are several decorative scissors hanging in the corner in various locations of the shop. And you can tell from where the position of the sun is that at least one of them is where the sun is starting to set in the west. So you get the impression it's north, south, east, and west. Ah. Hey, you guys, please don't steal anything. Just, you know, no real reason why I would say that. Just... Please don't steal anything. Randall puts the foot-tall, dong-shaped candle down. <laughs> Again, starts loading multiple amounts of stones and <laughs> smudge sticks out of his uh, uh, hoodie, putting God them back. damn it, guys. <clears throat> Sorry. It's, I'm, I'm not touching it's anything. something I do. It's, it's, it's weird in here. I wasn't stealing anything. I was just uh, uh, confounded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was borrowing That's without one asking. That's for it, I'm sure. Also, it's really you can explore it. Okay. will help you experience the most virility you have ever experienced in your life. Amy, is that you? No, I don't know an Amy. Oh. I have a sister, though. Oh, Amy Duchamp. I know her. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's Weird. awesome. She's a bitch. Really? I thought she's pretty cool. We hung out. I mean, she really lacks Pinot Grigio like to an abnormal extent. Yeah, but... no, it's actually a shame of the family. Coming wow. out of the back room, <laughs> you see Nick Hathaway. She is tall, very kind of nondescript, weirdly. You know she's tall, but you couldn't tell how tall she is. You know that she's fair? Is she fair? She might be fair. You thought she was fair, but now that you're looking at her, maybe she's not. Maybe she has a tan. Oh, maybe she doesn't. You don't know exactly what color her hair is or what color her eyes are. It's almost as if you're having a very hard time describing her. So what can I do for you guys? Wow. Wow. And she's just staring at Amelie. Your aura is 
intense. That's unusual. Cool. What can I do for you guys? Well, uh, I didn't realize it was you, Nick. I, I haven't seen you for like a oh. dog's age. You saw me last week. Oh shit! Yeah, I did. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, we were. We're Sweetie, just. I don't know what you're smoking because I know your supply doesn't work on you, but you've got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much that I'm smoking. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But anyway, we had some questions. We're trying to track down this goblin guy. Like his name is. His name. Okay, it's hilarious because he picked it for himself. I mean, the gods only know why. Cause, but his name's Dick Little. He could, use, he could use that candle. It would if send him here. <laughs> yeah, Randall, Randall picks up the candle and waves around. Uh, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because the candle is a big dick. That's cute. You're cute. Look at you. Aren't, I bet yours. I bet your form is adorable. Who's a good boy? <gasps> I Who's am, a good boy? I am. There's some treats in the back. Do you want them? I mean, they are dog treats. I hope you're not insulted. Um, uh, maybe later. I bake them myself. They're peanut butter and honey. It's fine, sweetie. Randall wanders into the back. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking for a goblin. Wow, that's heavy, huh? Um. I mean, we spoke to the bartender at that bar. You know, oh, are we under Ernie's he, drunk all the time. Yeah, he's terrible. He's, he's friends with my grandpa, and he's just like, I don't know, he's just racist as shit. I don't know, really I really loved him. He seemed really cool. <laughs> he's drunk a lot. Also, Amy, your voice is I love so your voice! Similar. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. So nice to meet someone else. I'm about I'm to throw up. It's like if I didn't already know your sister, I'd swear to God y'all was related or something. Oh, no, I'm not from the spring court, but I love them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey. Are you from a, another court? I can't tell you that. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. I was just going to ask the same question. So Randall comes tearing ass out of the back, and he's got a bit of, like, dog treat on his face, <laughs> and he's got two hands full of these bone-shaped uh, dog treats, and he goes, you guys, you guys. What about a graveyard? It's a goblin. They eat bones and graveyards smell bad. That would be a really good place for a goblin to hide. It's true. You, you oh, hell yeah. You eat the bones. That's where came up with that. Of he has a glamour. A what? Oh, sweetie, a glamour. It's what I've got going on right now. How would you describe me? Uh, here. You're here. <laughs> exactly. There's a very good reason I don't want people to remember my face. Would you would you say that's a, a very good reason? I would not because that's a really dumb pun. But good effort. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Have another treat. He pops another treat in his mouth. You earned it. Yeah, so if you're looking for a goblin, he's definitely part of the goblin court. And they're not technically allowed in town so he might be in a graveyard that is true you might find some clues there about where he is but i would think he'd be in the last possible place you would ever think of finding a goblin you know i don't know someplace public with a lot of people um shopping mall sweetie i don't go shopping television Television might be a good place to start. I mean, goblins are horrible, and so are people that are in television. So, 
I want to know what you are. That's a very rude question. Oh, no, that was that oh, was out of character. <laughs> out of character. That's still a very rude question. Uh, you can't tell what kind of fae uh, Nick is. But we can tell that they she are. Is she's yeah. fae. She okay. is fae. She is fae. Kind of like the jackdaw. You don't know exactly. And you don't know what she looks like. She's. You can, uh, I will tell you as a free action, if you want to ask her more about that glamour that she's got going on, because she mentioned that your goblin friend might have something similar, you can ask, she will tell you about that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Miss Nick? Yeah? What, what is, what's with this glamour thing you got going on? Oh, it's a mirror glamour. A mirror, oh. Or a shadow glamour. They're very similar. So basically, you don't know what I look like, and you never will. And actually, after you leave the shop, you'll kind of forget that you talked to me. You'll remember what I said, but you'll... Like Higgins here, he didn't even know I was at his house last week. Isn't that hysterical? Yeah, that's, I a, that's a real barrel laugh right there. someone and no one would know. Yeah, that's they could all, weird. I could do it in downtown, and everyone would forget by Speaking tomorrow Speaking of which, I, I can't find would my you? copy of Skater Die. Oh, no, Did you of take course it? not. Why would I take Skate or Die? That's a terrible video game. Well, the sequel was worse. I mean, I liked it. And... Yeah, no, I, no, of course I wouldn't murder somebody. I don't want to draw attention to myself. <laughs> well, clearly. Clearly that's a thing you don't want to do. No, no, no. I, and like I said, and if I were a goblin, which I am not, uh, <laughs> as far as you know, if I were a goblin, I would... Try to be someplace where you wouldn't expect a goblin. Yeah, you could what? check the have, cemeteries have, and things. He might be there. Have you have you sold any glamours to anyone recently? I don't sell the glamours completed. Ah. But I do sell the ingredients and the the did, the accoutrements, did any, as you will. I sell them online anonymously <coughs> or in person through Craigslist. It's all a series of anonymous drops. Oh, I, I deal in, you know, cash un, left under rocks and in public toilets. That's ah. kind of gross. I'm so sorry. Well, it's so, okay. That's how I started out. I sanitize out. everything before okay. I touch it. Don't worry. Well, so have you sold any components locally oh, recently? Yes. yes, within the last two weeks, as a matter of fact. And I the... took them. I got the money in out of a hollow, hollow tree in the graveyard. Oh, right over there by Gallows Hill. That place is haunted. But um, and then I dropped the uh, the ingredients off in a locker over at the community college. Oh, that's interesting. So yeah, and it was a it was a broken locker. So. I'm pretty sure anybody could have access to it. Oh, Hope it got yeah. to the person who paid for it. The broken locker. I used to stash. Uh, I used to stash dime bags. All right. There. Well, they didn't complain. Thank, thank you very much. Um, you guys. I I sold the components for Shadow Grammar, just as an FYI. Uh, uh, hey, um, is there any other kind of glamour that oh, exists? Of course, there are tons. There's as many glamours as there are fairies. Well, maybe not that many. That would be stupid. Yeah, I saw a Glamour stupid. magazine at the grocery store. <laughs> that funny That's... story full of fae. That's why it's called that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so is Harper's Bazaar, which is weird. Now, why are you guys looking for a goblin? Am I going to have to erase your memories when you leave? 
No, not at no, all. Not We're just curious. <coughs> um, also curious, do you have ingredients for a ward? Oh, sure. Well, the easiest way to make a ward, uh, you're going to want either an iron cross, you're going to want a pair of scissors, or you're going to want a, a, a silver knife. I am all out of knives. Um, let me see if I have any scissors in stock. Hold on one sec. She goes back into the back. Hey guys, do any of us have money? Uh, I, I don't have any money. Wait, uh, Amelie reaches into her her backpack and she get she uh pulls out her Hello Kitty wallet. <laughs> do we have money, Nicole? Like, um, well, I have two hundred dollars. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> That's her walking around money, apparently. All right. I would assume that Amelie and probably Higgins have some cash on them. Oh. Well, I was supposed to sign up for a, I was supposed to sign up for a school field trip and I didn't. That's advisable. Where are you going, the moon? Says Randall. No, we were going to go to the Smithsonian, but I already had been to the Smithsonian. Oh, I saw that on the Flintstones. <laughs> the Smithsonian. Smithsonian. Oh. Ah, everything's got stone in it, yeah. Because it's the Flintstones, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's where I learned my magical hey guys, punning power. Dinosaurs powers. was such a good pun. show. Can we just reflect on that? I mean, can we just reflect on how it is such a good show currently? Currently. I feel like it won't end well. <laughs> For, oh, I, would, I lost track. What? <laughs> Nick swans back in from behind the thing with a. Swans? Swans. Swans! <laughs> Vanilla watches her swan and legitimately is just like now she will swan everywhere. That is her like (laughs) she idolizes Nick. (laughs) Along with Ernie. Along with Ernie. (laughs) Apparently Vanilla is just gonna fall in love with any every non player character. Every like super weird one. (laughs) (laughs) So all of them. Yeah. Uh, she swans in from the back and says, I have just the thing. And she hands you guys a pair of uh, small silver scissors that the handle is made to look like a crane, and the scissors look like the beak. Ah. Cool. And she says, these will, these of course will protect you. Uh, They're small, and you really want, you know, something in all four corners, so come back for more. Um, But I don't have any more in stock at the moment, but, you know, stock up. I have the feeling something really bad is going to happen in town, so I'm not going to be here. I'm actually closing when you guys leave, and I'm getting out before, oh, I don't know, death Endless winter. Endless, it feels a little endless wintry, yeah. Wolves come down from the mountains or something? Yeah. Something like that? You mean zolves? Zolves! Zolves. I don't know what those are, but they sound disgusting so i don't want to be here for that scene okay bye so Uh, she hands you the scissors she's like that will be fifty dollars please american uh, i'm getting it hold on she counts out the money and hands it thank you i won't give you a receipt for this i wasn't expecting also uh i'll let you guys keep your memory since you paid oh thanks you're welcome oh thanks really nice yeah appreciate that before she leaves, can Fenella decide if she's a... Can she detect if she's maybe a bird 
type something or other. Probably uh, not. I'm going to say no. you are trying to break her glamour in her house, basically. Uh, I see. So you'd, it would have to be either, either an exceptional... I'll, I'll let you try if you want, but it'll have to be... I'll make you do an exceptionally good roll. Okay, and I'm going to try. piss off. And I will warn you that you might piss her off, because if you fail the roll, she's going to know you tried. Damn it. I we also can, have negative one charm, out. and so I don't think I could charm my <laughs> way out of it. Charm. Yeah, let's see what that would be. Um, I think I'm, like, investigating a mystery. I think it would be... I think it would be more like a manipulate somebody. Because she doesn't yeah. want to tell you uh, who or what she is. So you're going to have to convince her that you need to yeah, do Yeah, I don't... You've yeah. got a negative one in that. I don't know <laughs> if that would... <laughs> yeah, so, but if you if you roll real well... You know, well, I'm you, sorry. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Fenella is who... Sh- Fenella is. Fenella is who and Fenella it, this is. is no like this is no trying to investigate a mystery. You're absolutely right. She's just like, I just she wants know. to know. She's right. so enamored by this this creature yeah, if, that she if, just wants to know. If you want, if sorry, you want, if you want to roll those bones, go for it. Just um, my, fuck us over. Amelie is walking out right now because she can sense that something bad yeah, is no, about to happen. Enough. And Randall is cramming the very last of the treats into his mouth and trying to eat them so that he's not actually stealing them as he leaves. <laughs> what did you roll, Fenella? I rolled a six plus a two minus one, which is a seven. All right, on a seven to nine. Uh, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. If you've asked too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Sweetie, are you trying to figure out what kind of fae I am? I'm just so interested in who you are. You're so interesting. That is so sweet of you to say. Thank you. Please take mercy. I... Normally, I would kick you out of my store, erase your memories, and possibly curse at least one of you. But I like you. You're Probably sweet. Me. Oh, thanks. So I'm not going to tell you what I am. Oh, but okay. <clears throat> if you keep coming back and we become friends, who knows? Okay. I might tell you or I might curse you. Okay. I am. Um, I'll, I'll go. Thank you so much for your time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I really need to get some shoes. <laughs> what is your plan now? You've got you the according you've gotten some conflicting information. You have Ernie the bartender saying that the goblin is going to be hanging out someplace like the graveyard. And you've got the Nick, the proprietor of the pig, of the new age shop saying, "Oh no, 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 if this guy's trying to hide, he would be hot, trying to hide in plain sight." And you get the impression that uh, she has informed you that she sold someone in town the ingredients to make a powerful glamour like the one that she has currently cast on herself. So, and we have a scissors. And you so, have and you have a and you have a uh, protection ward. Yes, you have okay. a pair of very shiny scissors. They are they are short short and fat. The blades. So I would like to suggest that Randall turn into a dog. And that we go to the graveyard so to see if we can sense, so he can use uh, his good sniff. sense of smell and yeah, smell something horrid. Because if goblins smell terrible, yeah, uh, that's a good idea. That would be a good thing. And you're not that far from the. And graveyard. we're not far from it. It's also right. It was right near the hanged man where we were. We can easily check that quickly. Also, if Randall can smell out something bad, then we might get a scent to follow. Okay. Mm. Okay. 
just... I'm also gonna take the ward if y'all don't mind. Um, yes. Hey, y'all, I, you know, Put I in got your... some magic Put under in your my wing or flipper, whatever it is that I am. So, um, I'll go ahead and take these and I'll be ready. Just don't when... run with them. Okay. All right. She starts running. Oh, <laughs> you need to tell Randall. Oh, that's Ran- right. Ran- Randall, Randall, I, we're going to need you to be a dog. Before the words are even out of her mouth, he is a big, white, fluffy Great Pyrenees, uh, kind of with clothes dangling off of him. And he shakes them off with a... <laughs> Amelie picks up the clothes and shoves them into her bag. Dog shake. Because, yes. smart, smart. because she knows he will need them later. <laughs> Uh, he leads them in exactly the opposite direction of the graveyard, and then stops, well, and then sniffs. Randall, graveyard, graveyard. We need to go to the graveyard. He wags his tail, and turns and runs in the correct direction. <laughs> good boy, good boy. As you good All right, boy. so let's. Uh, you are you headed as you're heading into the, to the graveyard. You are coming up now. It's now coming about three fifteen or so, going on three thirty. It's getting much much darker than it typically does this time of day. Usually it starts to get dark right around five o'clock, but it's already starting to get twilighty, and the temperature is dropping rapidly. This is ominous. Um, it's a good thing half of us have fur coats. Yes, Randall, yeah. you're fine. Higgins, you are starting to get chilly and hungry. Higgins only had like three meals today. Yeah, you were certainly getting close to tea time. Hungry and cold. Uh, Finell, you're fine. And Amelie, I don't know. Can you? Can, does the hunter feel feel cold? Probably not. Um, I mean, she's got she, a crop top on. She does she, have a crop top on and no shoes <laughs> and no shoes. <laughs> well, she does have protective gear and and uh, and she, I believe she, she definitely t- can tell. That it's cold, yeah, getting cold, cold, and that and that if it if it drops a few more degrees, she's gonna start being cranky. Okay, fair enough. Well, also, yeah, you are in a crop top. <laughs> yeah, you're probably and barefoot. And you're probably warmer than a human would be, but but yes, but I'm getting I'm getting uncomfortable. You're getting uncomfortable. Okay, so you you head to the um, to the graveyard, uh, Randall. You're sniffing around. Thank you for the foley. Um, I'm going to want you to investigate a mystery for me. Ooh, okay. And because you're in your dog form, you are going to, uh, you're going to get a a bonus to that roll. Yeah, so typically Randall has a minus one to sharp, because let's face it, Mm. he's not the brightest. (laughs) He is in the 144th month of his gap year. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) At least he can count that high. I'm going to give you a plus one to sharp in your dog form. Okay. Because you are a dog. And I rolled two ones. <laughs> so Randall, still not sharp. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. Is there like a help? There is a help. Um, with help out, you can uh, roll plus cool. But on a 10 plus, you're still only going to give him one. So that's only going to go up to a mm, four, which still isn't enough. Um, so basically, Randall runs headfirst into a tombstone. <laughs> Tumbles onto his side, shakes off a little grave dirt, and then wags his tail and looks at the group as okay. if to say, uh, I don't see anything. So, uh, you guys, you don't smell anything that you recognize, even as a dog. Um, it smells like dirt and it smells like, like 
mold, probably. It smells damp. Yeah. Um, there had there was maybe some upturned earth, like an earthy smell, but you don't notice anything else. Hey y'all, uh, we had a bit of an equipment malfunction right here, so it seemed like a good time to take a break and do some quick housekeeping. First of all, thank you for tuning in to episode 3 of Dice Dice My Darling, and if you like the show, you can help support it. Uh, the easiest way that you can do that is to either review us on a podcast site like iTunes, for example, or Apple, I think it's now Apple Podcasts or Podbean or wherever you're finding the show, or to recommend us to a friend that you think would uh, enjoy it. If you're in the position to make a monetary donation, that would be amazing. Uh, you can do that if you go to our website, DiceDiceMyDarling.com, or you go to our parent site, AgonyAuntStudios.com, you will find a link to both our Patreon and our coffee. Coffee is our most active donation site so if you donate there you will get access to additional sound files uh, funny bits from the episode that had to be cut out for either redundancy or time but that I really liked I've downloaded iMovies onto my laptop I might get a little crazy with things <laughs> who knows it'll all go up on coffee and that's ko dash fi.com backslash agniant studios uh, we actually just bought new microphones for this podcast specifically uh it's been a bit of an experiment to try to record multiple people off of multiple microphones which is why the audio quality has been so a kind of all over the place and b bad and so we just got everybody the same microphone with the same kind of cables, with the same kind of connectors. We had Frankensteined something up together, so we were dealing with a lot of different levels of input. But now we should have even, clear recording across the board. And I am personally, as the person who puts these podcasts together, so very excited about that. You have no idea. So if you would like to continue to help us to continue to make the show better, financial donations go a long way towards that. Uh, and again, that's at uh, coffee.com backslash Agniant Studios. Another way to support the show is do you have a message that you would like read on the show? Do you have a friend that listens that you would like to give a shout out to? Do you have a business that you think would be uh, something that people who listen to the show are interested in, um, we can help help make that happen for you. If you want a personal message, include it in the coffee donation and make a note that you want it read on DDMDcast. If you would like to have a an advertisement for your business read, again, we can do that too. Just go to or email us at DiceDiceMyDarling at gmail.com and we can make that happen. Um, let's see what else I would like to, <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody who has been, you guys have been very supportive about this show. You've been very vocal about liking it. And that is so, so wonderful to hear because, uh, Emmett and I obviously record, uh, Clockwork Cabaret and we do a show every week and, you know, we're kind of used to it, but we have a lot of podcasting newbies on this show and it's really encouraging to for them especially well not just for them for me too for us too <laughs> i'm making it sound like oh please say nice things to us because we have all these podcasting babies on this on this show and it's uh, honestly like 
Emmett and I want the praise and adulation as much as anybody else, but it's been it's been really great. Uh, you guys have been awesome. We had some fan art, which just blows my mind. <laughs> and if you are one of the people that enjoys the show and interact with us on the on our mainly our Twitter account, you can be a part of this show, much like Nick Hathaway, who was uh, named after Twitter user Wise Mr. Hathaway. Tweet at us using DDMDCast as a hashtag, and we will put your name on the list. And every time I come up with a, a new NPC, um, I will pull from that list to name it. And because we all know how super great I am at naming NPCs. <laughs> um, let's see. It is this episode is going up on February 9th. We have episode four already recorded. That will be going up on February 23rd. And when this actually hits, we're going to be recording episode number five with our new audio setup. So, oh boy, oh boy. And that will go up on March 9th. Uh, we will continue with the every two weeks schedule. Um, the schedules of our players, uh, you know, uh, allowing. So we have... We are all adults and we all live very, very busy lives. Uh, so sometimes if we can't manage to get an episode in in two weeks, we will make sure we get one in in at least once a month. If you would like to follow our players, you can. I'm at Lady Addercop. Uh, Ducky is at Lord Addercop. Emmett is at Emmett Davenport. Donnie is at D Springfield. And Kristen is at Phenomenom, spelled with a P-H. If you'd like to follow the show, we're at DDMDCast on Twitter, and we're at Dice Dice My Darling on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Facebook, and nothing else. And I think that I have rambled long enough. Let us get back to the action. Okay, Randall, um, with that role, you don't notice anything. <laughs> you know you're in a graveyard. You know you've run face first into a tombstone, that it smells like wet dirt around here, uh, that there you can smell moss and some sticks and probably some animal scents, but that's about all. Amelie, you, on the other hand, feel very prickly. Like... You know that you're getting goose flesh because it started. The temperature is starting to drop, but uh, you are starting. Your you are feeling like, like eyes on the back of your neck. Amelie would like to uh, read a bit bad situation. Go for it. I like a five, but I have a plus one, so I got a six. Does that do anything? I don't. You don't immediately notice anything. Um, let's think how we're going to resolve this. You're in the old graveyard next to where they used to hang people back in the day when this was a stagecoach town. And it's very dark because it's really heavily wooded. And this... Oh, if it's heavily wooded, though. It is. It is heavily wooded. You are I have... in... Oh, I have a plus one in investigating a mystery if I'm in the woods. So let's... You are in the woods. If you are... Well, so then I have a seven. 
You have a seven. Yeah, and because the it was situation. five and then six and then a seven. We we gave me an extra one point, one point if I was in investigating a mystery in the woods. You were not technically investigating a mystery. You were reading a bad situation, oh, yeah. but I will give you the seven. Okay. Because I will, but I'm not going to give you... You don't have to give me any extra. No, no. I, what I, well, here's how we're yeah. going to resolve. Well, okay. Here's how we're going to resolve this because you don't exactly know 100% how your powers work yet. Right. You've just turned into the hunter. Yeah. Um, that you feel the pricklings on the back of your neck. That like you're being watched. Um, and you know your house is actually near here. Your oh. house is a block over. Ah. Uh, it's on Gallows Road. So if you you know that if through the if you exit the graveyard and you walk a block that your house is right there and that you know from growing up near gallows near mm -hmm. this you've been fascinated with yeah. your whole life i would imagine it's Probably. a place where people got hanged and there's a graveyard I'm and a, it's creepy i'm a creepy little 10 year and you're old. a child yeah <laughs> so it's kind of it's the kind of thing kids love that's the yes. shit kids love yeah no it's true but normally when and you've stuck out of the house a few times and you've snuck into the old graveyard and it's been you know ooh, creepy because it's a graveyard and it's old and the trees are overgrown and there's high bushes but most of the time it's not particularly scary there's some cats sometimes you've seen a raccoon or a possum most of the time it's just dark but you know typically when it's this dim outside the woods it's almost impossible to see through the dim and the gloom and the trees but right now you're your senses feel heightened and you can you have a clarity in this area you've never had before oh. and you know something is definitely watching you there is a small creek that runs alongside of the graveyard and you know you catch the glint of some of metal in the tree branches and you know that there is you can t you don't know what it is but you know there's definitely something nearby watching you guys in the graveyard and whatever it is it isn't friendly so just so you know um i don't like it what and don't Randall, you like what do you don't I you did, like Ollie? i think you're picking up on her her there's, yeah. there's there, someone's watching us oh, i don't do like you, it Randall steps in front of Amelie and begins to growl. I don't... Okay, you hear a growl respond so, from in the darkness. So, Vanella uh... opens up her third eye in this okay. moment. Alright, so that is... You are... You gotta roll some magic for me, right? Um, this is actually... Um, this is a move. This is not magic. Um, so I am reading a bad oh, situation. Yeah, it's not third eye yeah down there so i read a bad situation okay. it is um i have an eight total okay um so i can i have plus one um and then i also see invisible things unfiltered hidden reality is rough on the mind so i am kind of going a little bit more crazy <laughs> cool um oh, so what so um, so First, I want to be able to actually see. So okay. I go into my third eye trance. My eyes kind of water over. Um, I and I see dot dot dot. There is a hill, a, a, a small crested hill that local legend has it. That's where that's where the gallows were built. And then down in a low gully 
are several graves. Most of them are very old. Um, a lot of them are have been weathered away that the names are not readable. You don't local legend is that the people that were hanged that who, uh, no one came to collect their body were buried en masse in this area so that they are buried uh, in unmarked graves, sometimes mass graves, and that um, only the people whose families paid for a, a proper burial have tombs, uh, tombstones or headstones. Um, there's a local legend that there are 500 bodies, but only a hundred markers in this there, not their thing. <laughs> Cool. But back behind where sort of um, the the kept area of the graveyard is just forest. Like it's just uh, there's not another town for a couple of miles in that direction. Uh, it is west, and there is like like I said, a creek down below. So that kind of cuts off any road. There's no road. There's no houses behind it. It's just forest. And in the dark back corner of the forest, close to where the Ashalot River Road connects with Gallows Creek, you see a pair of red eyes watching you. You also get the sense that uh, Nick was right, this area is haunted. So the longer you stay with your third eye open, the more, the more uh, potential for harm you're going to face. All right, so... That was like the free action that the yeah. guy gave so me. This is, so this is basically, there's one of the, you, you're not sure exactly what it is, but you think it's one of the Kunanun is hanging out in the area. It has growled. It hasn't howled yet. And, and it hasn't attacked, but you think that that is hanging out back there. What do you do? Um, Amelie takes out her sword. Okay. Uh, Fenella goes, she comes out of her third eye. She says... Y'all, I think uh, I think we're we're being watched by a Kunanu. Randall turns and looks at Vanilla. Oof. Yeah, dude. Higgins is uh, kind of hidden in the shadows, like he does. Okay. And he has his um, what is it? It's at the moment, he has his baseball bat. He's got his baseball bat out because, like, the only other oh, thing is well, the only thing, other things that he has is a knife and a gun. But uh, the gun's loud. So okay. He use but, that. Well, I will give you the knife and the gun, but. Uh, if Higgins has had a bat, he's been having to carry it the whole time. It was like stuffed in his backpack. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that. It, well, and yeah. it's sawed off. It's not like a whole bat. It's, it's a like, sawed off bat. Yeah, it's, it's like it's tiny. Uh, it's almost like a fish bat, but bigger, a okay. little bit bigger. All right, yeah. no, I'll give you that. All right. Yeah. Vanilla is um, going ahead and assembling the ward. You guys are kind of. You're not going to attack. You're just going to hang out and see what it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, for All right. right now, yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm prepared. Amelie is preparing. Randall's going to advance a little bit. All right, so uh, Randall, uh, how are you advancing? Uh, shoulders low, tail high, uh, teeth bared, and taking several steps forward. Okay, so basically dog posture for... Yep. Fuck, yeah, aggressive fuck, dog posture. Uh, yeah, fuck, fuck off, asshole. Um, the Kunanun howls. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. Uh, so I'm going to need you guys all to roll. This is kind of like a saving roll. Uh, if you get um, six or higher... Seven. Uh-huh. Seven. Ten. 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 Thank you. That was the one that rolled shitty. Just, just sing it down. <laughs> it's okay. And it's on Seven. trend. It's six. All right. So, yeah, you, none of you guys are affected. Thank you. It, it howls a little bit, but not too loud. Um, none of you were affected by the Kunanun's howl. Um, but it charges you, Randall. And okay. it is going to... 
I'd like to Come roll to you. kick some ass. Roll to kick some ass. Nice. I roll a seven and I have a plus two to tough. That gives me a nine. <laughs> All right, let us take a look. It's in this book. A reading rainbow. It says on a seven plus you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. The yeah. amount of harm is based on the established dangers in the game. Right, so the, the, the it's going to come after you with its, probably I would say with its claws first. Do we see it? Yeah, no, okay. It, okay, so the, yeah, let's, uh, let's just, <clears throat> thank you, let's describe the scene. So, out of the shadows emerges this huge wolf-shaped animal. It is, looks like a wolf, but it's so much larger than any wolf you've seen. That's a dire. It's a, oh, it's a dire wolf. So it's like a small bear, basically. I don't basically. know anything I, about dire wolves. Uh, Amelie rolled... I'm rolling to help out, okay. and I got a seven plus a two is a nine, and that means I grant the, I grant Randall a plus one to their roll, but I also expose myself to danger. Okay, fair enough. So here's how we're going to resolve that then. All right, so let's, so the Kudanin, uh comes out into the open. Um, it, it charges Randall, and it looks like a huge wolf, but it is pitch black except that its eyes ears and mouth are all glowing red like there are coals located just behind the openings of those orifices. So let me get this straight. We have a horrific nightmare hellhound yeah. coming mm -hmm. out of the darkness, crashing into the graveyard yes. toward a big, fluffy, fluffy white grand, Great Pyrenees. Yes. Zoom. Who is, who is, <laughs> yes. He's charging the fluffiest, whitest, sweetest looking dog, but who has been growling at him. <laughs> Well, to, to be, be fair, fuck that guy. To be fair yeah. to the Kudun. <laughs> so, He's yeah. being an asshole. <laughs> he is being an asshole. Yeah, and it's um, it almost looks wispy, like it's not quite solid at the moment. Uh, so it charges at Randall in his dog form and goes to bite him, but just before it makes contact, Amelie swings her sword and smacks it right in the head. Uh, Randall, you sink your teeth into it, and you inflict, uh, uh, I'm going to say, uh, you don't get quite a full bite on it, but you get it in the neck. Amelie, you connect with its head soundly, but as he, as you hit it, it swipes at you and rakes its claws across you. Um, Randall, you do not take any harm. Amelie, you take one harm, the... Ra the Rackham Rabbit's shirt is shredded a little at it just gets you right across oh, the I stomach. I do have a I do have a But yep. I do have plus one in armor. Right. So you 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 would have normally taken one harm, but you okay. take no harm. The Kunanun takes two. So you said there's coals in its mouth. It, it, it looks, looks like, like it. there are coals glowing behind its eyes, its ears, and in its mouth. And its so nostrils it's some kind of fiery steaming uh I'm going to try drowning it. I'm okay. using some combat magic. Go for it. Um, uh, so, to do combat magic, mm -hmm. Vanilla, Fen has to actually have um, several things in place. She's got to have her coat on, which she does, and she um, definitely kind of, like, swoops it around her as she prepares to, to cast a spell. Um, 
A real uh, quick question. Fenella was preparing a ward. Does that have any impact on this situation? No, the Kunonun... That's for the goblin, honestly, right? Well, the Kunonun does not... You do have the ward on you, but it doesn't seem to be affected by it. Or or maybe it is. It hasn't attacked you yet. So you're not sure, like, what what effect the ward is having. That's true. Not Mm. not just yet. So um, she has her coat. Um, Her gesture is an undulating dance. (laughs) (laughs) And her incantation is light, otherworldly singing in Gaelic. Alright, so, so are you going to sing I, I, so, in Gaelic? So a dead, it's a oh. dead kid dance album. It's an Enya concert. It's an Enya concert. Basically, you guys are present to sail Enya. Away, sail away, sail away. Sail away, sail away. Hey, look, it's a cease and desist letter. What's <laughs> Under 30 seconds, we're still okay. We're safe. In Go. this universe, all of uh, Fen's co- uh, incantations miraculously sound like sail away <laughs> I, I am 100 I'm 100% okay with Fenella's uh, incantations being in your sons that is so on brand it's like it's mind blowing <laughs> yeah but makes so, you laugh oh my god if I knew we weren't gonna get sued I have the sheet music alright so oh excuse me so um the the, oh, the base the base um spell for this is actually um, missile, mm-hmm. um, and then there is a an effect um, of life drain. Okay. Essentially, she um, shoots a missile straight of water, right. straight at the Kunanun, right. hoping to drown it in Ooh. bullshit, and that is a 13 total. Yeah. Ooh! Damn, girl! One harm, uh, magic. Um, it is... Um, it is a range shot, but it is also obvious and loud. Um, but there is life drain to this. Okay, so what does the um, what does the life drain do? I don't actually know. <laughs> it doesn't say. Okay. Uh, I think the life drain adds a harm to the opponent and yeah. takes one away from her. Okay. Oh, cool. So, okay. Yeah, you're, so so yeah. So that was um. Yeah, I think it heals. I think it. If you had, yeah. If, if you, you had, had been injured, it incurred. heals you, and then it, and then it. Uh, but see, this was an advanced use magic. The keeper will offer you some added benefit as well. So okay. This so, was, oh, so you're yeah. doing an advanced one. This is yeah. not just your regular. Well, yeah, because it's a thirteen. Ooh. I'm using magic, and I got a thirteen. Yeah, okay. and it says um, advanced on a on a twelve plus. The keeper will offer you some added benefit. So it's All right. yes. two harm to the kunanun. So two harm to the kunanun. Your added bonus is I'm gonna I'm going to give you a puts it where you want it. So basically, you have nailed this thing with a water missile that has take that has put two harm, which is a lot of harm for this guy to to take and it is also um it knocks the wolf away f- or the kunanun away from uh, fin- uh amelie and randall so they are no longer in harm's path and it extinguishes you see that fire in its mouth go out uh so the kunanun can no longer howl so it's not going to on its next turn it's not going to be able to try to intimidate you before it goes so you guys won't have to do that saving roll before cool it's not technically a saving roll but Yes, yeah, it is. It is without being called that. Yeah, without being. I'm kind of. <laughs> and that isn't technically one of the rules. I'm making that yeah. up because of power I gave the wolf. Making shit up. On the fly. I wanted. To, well, I wanted to give you guys a chance to not fall prey to the wolf's yeah. magic, if you could, especially. Yeah, it's a good plan. Yeah, oh, it works. Yeah. Uh, so the wolf, you you nail this thing. I mean, you just 
missile shoot it right in the face and you don't hit any of your other friends so you control it really really well you are sailing it away 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 sail away sail away sail away done (laughs) it gets pushed back into the dark like it's just it hits the ground and slides there's a mud trail of upturned dirt and water where it has slid into the underbrush Uh, you hear it yeah, you hear hacking, and you know that you this wolf is in a bad way. Um, this wolf is in a bad way. Uh, it has the fire in its mouth has gone out, but and the fire in its ears has gone out. There's no longer steaming breath, and the eyes look very, very dim. You can only slightly see a, a semi-glimmer uh, in the darkness now. Um... Uh, Amelie, you and Randall can smell it. Higgins. Yes. You have hidden in in the shadows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are virtually impossible. Or impo- impossible. <laughs> Invisible. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, so okay, okay. I was Higgins. confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, you are, you are virtually invisible. Um, okay. Amelie yes. might have a vague idea of where you're hiding right now, but uh, nobody else. Nobody knows, nobody where, knows where the hell you've gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? That's a good I don't question. know. Uh, are you are you gonna hide? Are you gonna attack? You, I mean, you don't have to necessarily attack. Yeah. Um, I want to say I'm probably just gonna hide. I feel like Higgins would probably do more damage than good at this point. Okay. Like, yeah. If if you if good. you want to keep on hiding in the shadows and not be involved, that is a legit choice to make for your character. Yeah. Okay. Right, so then, everyone, y'all. So the the wolf is been pushed back into the underbrush. It's in a bad way. Amelie oh, Randall's going to charge. Randall's yeah. going to charge. Okay. Amelie's following behind Randall. Okay, so uh, Randall, you get there first. Roll kick some ass for me. Roll to kick some ass. And that's a six plus uh, two is eight. All right, so on an eight, um, it's you know what? It's this is going to be pretty easy. The wolf is already, like I said, the wolf is already in a bad way, uh, and you you plunge your teeth right into its neck. You hear it gurgle. The eyes go completely dark, and it disappears. Oh, well, my roll was not necessary then. No, no, because <laughs> oh, it was like snap. a... It, that it, it could take five harm and it was already at four. It was not, and it was, uh, uh, and it was gonna. I was not gonna give it any kind of advantage. It was pro, like in D and D terms, it would be prone because it was knocked down and disoriented from Vanilla's spell. So shocked at what he has just been a part of, uh, Randall uh, jumps back, turns mm-hmm. into a person, stumbled, scrambled, crawls away backward from from. Uh, the place where the the dead Kunanun just was. Okay, yeah, I was just gonna ask, how does that make Randall feel? He just killed something with his mouth. You said that it like vanished. It vanished. It disappeared. There's nothing. There's there's no. There's you face. can you smell a, a faint whiff of sulfur. You can see where the Kunanun was, but you don't see it at all anymore. There's no body. There's no nothing. And you realize that it was slightly translucent when you were fighting it wasn't it didn't seem solid but in the distance as you guys are kind of 
gathering around, looking at the place where the Kunanun was, looking at the aftermath of this fight, um, you hear in the distance two more howls outside of the city's limits, somewhere in the woods surrounding Ashalot. Randall pauses in his dry heaving to look into the distance and squint his eyes a little bit. He does not like these guys. Okay. Uh, and Amelie grabs uh, the clothes out of her bag and yes, tosses them to, please, please, to Randall. <laughs> Amelie, are you staying in your hunter form the whole time? Yes, and, and uh, she's also, um, she feels very, 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 very angry right now, and she can't figure out why. She's mad. She's also really mad that she didn't get to kill the thing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're getting a little bit of All right, she's got anger a little, issue mm. going. Okay. Rand, Randall wiggles back into his clothes. Uh, you guys, we killed that thing, but that wasn't a goblin. No, it's a, it was a Zulv, and I hate them so much. Yeah, it was totally I, a Kudanoon. I think I have some Zulv in my throat. Rand, or Higgins, where'd you come from? I was back there. I mean, I can kind not be there for a second. I I cannot be seen when I don't want to be. Let's put it that way. How do you think the cops have never caught me? That's fair. Okay. Mm, jerk. Cool. So, uh, I think we should get out of here. Um, what do y'all think about going, finding this Goblin King and fucking him up? Maybe maybe the community college and hit the TV station yeah, on the way? Yeah, let's do it. I'm thinking that's, that's where he's going to be at. That <coughs> sounds good. Let's have a walking montage. Walking! I really like a sweater and some shoes. Oh, right, we can get so, that at community college. Well, can you we? are right by your house. Oh. Um, like, we are by Amelie's actual house right now. You can, if you would like, try to sneak into your house to get some clothing from your parents. Oh, my parents don't have any good clothes. Um, oh, I'm sure they do. Tasteful You're rich as suit. fuck. I mean, I would like to, I mean, if you're not concerned about wait, it, well, I what, would like wait, to try out and summon <laughs> your parents' clothes. What, what time is it right now? Uh, it is going on four o'clock. Okay. No, well, my mom has a, my mom has her afternoon bridge club meeting, and then my dad is usually at the country club after work, so it should be safe to go in there they won't notice man you're rich as hell (laughs) i think i have a cousin who used to do the janitorial stuff at that country club you had some stories (laughs) did you just say janitorial janitorial oh okay all right just checking i think you said janitorial that's what is that tell me about that i don't i don't want to know that's an entirely different thing that was my other cousin (laughs) okay we don't talk about him talk and walk people talk and walk We are walking, and we're talking, and we're walking, and we're there, we're there, and we're there, and you are, you, you approach the, um, so, Amelie, what does your family's house look like? It's one of those big, uh, ridiculous, uh, it's, it's a gingerbread house, essentially, uh, one of those Victorian houses that have all of the, the... Picturesque scalloping everywhere, and uh, it's one of those houses that essentially they want like to look live simply, but it but they obviously have come from money. It's really (laughs) it's a really big house. Uh, It goes back much further 
uh, behind behind it than what it looks like from the front. Like it a looks, TARDIS. Yeah, it looks kind of <laughs> it looks almost like a like a one of those shotgun gun houses, three story shotgun houses. But then when you actually look at it from from the from from the west side of it, it goes back long because they because people kept adding additions to it. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so are there? Is there? A, how are, how are you getting in? Do you have? I'm I have a, a key. I'm a, I know you have a key. She has a key. Is there an alarm? Is there a gate? There is no alarm. There's no gate. They yeah. they like they like to give an air of that they are one of the common folk. Okay, but their family has been in Ashalot. Her family has been in Ashalot for multiple generations since the town founding right throughout the entire house there are family there are family portraits everywhere mm-hmm. of different members of the family okay. and things so there and and her grandmother liked to talk about the fact that like you know the family is always watching so as you walk up to the front doors of the house Amelie I assume that you're like really agitatedly mm-hmm. scrolling through the tray keys and trying to shut in the lock and Force the door open. Yeah, I'm irritated. You walk into the front foyer. Is that one of the areas that all of the uh, family portraits are? Yeah. Or is that um, there's the 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 hallway. The front hallway has several pictures of family members and like some pastoral scenes. Um, and then if you go to the left from the entrance, there is the music room, and mm-hmm. in the music room are. There are a bunch more portraits. Okay. There's also the staircase that goes up to the uh, the other three the three floors. You take and and you can actually go from there straight up to her bedroom, which is on the third floor. Okay. So and where's where's Emily headed at the moment? She's headed. She's towards... heading up the stairs to to go go all the way up the stairs, and she's she just turns to everybody, and goes, "Make yourself comfortable. Um, kitchen is all the way." Back down the hallway to Vanilla the is right. already there. Well, so when you but, well, say comfortable, you, you, I'm not supposed to smoke in here, am no, I? No. No right. smoking. Cool. Before you yeah, can... Keep, keep your pants on. Before you can get up the staircase, however, you hear an audible pop, almost like the atmosphere in the house has changed. Oh. Like you're going up a hill or down a hill and your ears suddenly pop. Mm. Oh. And then when you stop and turn and look back at the foyer where you've just left all your companions you realize all of the portraits in the house that you can see are staring at you including ones that hadn't looked at you before that the pictures the painted people haven't moved but their eyes have their eyes are all now fixed directly on you oh and you almost hear a voice in your head that says amelie you need to stop before you lose yourself. What? Uh, but I need some shoes. When you wake up, you are no longer a huge hunter. You are back to being a ten-year-old little girl. Ah. Oh. Vanilla comes back from the kitchen with a whole bunch of chips <laughs> and <laughs> jerky. Nice. I don't know why. Amelie has jerky, but Fidella found it. <laughs> she um, found some jerky. She found it. Yeah. Would there would, there would be jerky kitchen. because she likes to eat it after, you know, when she's watching cartoons. She found her secret stash she of did. jerky. How'd you find <laughs> she, my stash? She, she's got the chip bag open and she's crunching and she's like, oh! <laughs> hey, Amelie is back! 
Hey, your clothes got bigger. Higgins is sitting on the couch trying really hard not to make too much noise with all this the silverware is... he's stuffed into his pockets. <laughs> Put it back. Aw, oh, man, how the hell do you know I took that? I don't, don't know what you took, but I know you took something. Put it back. I'm keeping the spoon, but I put it all back. <laughs> I, all right, I'm going to have to have multiple clothes on me at all times, apparently. Okay. This is not, this is annoying. All right. You know what would be really <sighs> handy, says Randall, if uh, the guy with the backpack would carry our extra clothes. I have a backpack, too. Your backpack is very tiny. Mine's huge. I'll carry some clothes. I mean, I got a gun I'm and gonna... a knife and a baseball bat, but I, the rest is just like little tiny dime bags. Oh, you have a go. gun? Hell yeah, I got a 9 millimeter. Randall, what size shoes do you wear? Uh, 13. Oh. oh shit, we're the same size. Let me go see. Okay, so For shopping so, montage. So, yeah, so Amelie is gonna go up to her room to first put real clothes on for herself. Okay. She shoves the uh, the clo the cargo pants and the uh, Rackham Rabbit shirt. She shoves that under her bed. Okay. Because she'll wash them and take care of them later. And then uh, she goes in and heads over to her parents' room and goes into her mom's closet. Does she find anything that looks like it will fit her in her hunter persona? Well, she finds uh, a Halloween costume the way from a couple years ago, where her mom dressed like a like a goth. <laughs> nice. And finds some Doc Martens. Um, uh, what, and, and, okay, so you can't just say goth. You have to describe that. You have to describe her outfit. All right, no, right. So goth chick. She dressed like a goth chick for a Halloween costume because mm -hmm. she thought it would be really funny. Um, cause it's not Look her. Look at me, I'm common. Yeah, well, cause her mom, her mom dresses and like wears, wears pink and pastels and pastel. Yeah. yeah. Pink, light blues and pinks all mm -hmm. the time. Like there is no dark colors in her mom's wardrobe most of the time. And so Amelie finds a pair of, of, of Doc Martin boots and, uh, a black t-shirt with a skull on it. And a uh, kind of a, a black skater skirt, okay, skating skirt, and so she shoves those into her bag. And then Ella walks in and is like, "That's a real cute outfit." Thank you. That's a really good choice. You're gonna love that. Well, I don't really like pink this much. Yeah, it's weird how much pink your mom has. Just kind of, you think she'd think... have some kind of. I think she's overcompensating. Yeah, you I can't hide in like the shadows, and you're wearing pink. I mean, people will just spot you in a, like an instant. So basically, everyone has walked into Amelie's parents' bedroom. I'm imagining it's an expansive walk-in. Oh, it, yeah, it's you huge. know uh, this closet. closet's bigger than my entire and everybody house. Everybody has Jesus just Christ. wandered in and is now perusing your mom's wardrobe. I don't know if it was clear, but there was definitely some crunching ASMR. Yeah. yeah. She is just crunching. She's, like, touching all the dresses. With her cheesy stuff. Oh, I'm going to get in so much trouble. It's okay. They're the fancy expensive chips, like, you know, the ones that have oh. weird names that you never really see outside of, like, yeah, really expensive shops. Yeah, it looks like shops. Gardettos? Yeah. Can you... 
Thank God Cheetos and Doritos, like, in my house, in the mm. fun pack size. Oh, man, those are so good. I got, like, six Wait, of those in my Randall, bag. Randall, I have some galoshes for you. They won't, f like, usually you wear them over your shoe, over shoes, but because they're, they're kind of big and stretchy, they might cover your feet. Oh, yeah, that'll help. It's really cold outside. It, yeah. Also... Uh, Amelie has also gone and grabbed her big coat, a big coat. A big coat. Uh, Randall, have you, uh, are you guys going to try to raid her dad's closet to get a coat for you? Absolutely. Nice. Okay. Uh, Higgins. There's um, a very nice London fog, uh, trench coat. Okay. <laughs> nice. With some galoshes. Yeah. That looks yes. like a, someone who's going to flash yeah. someone outside <clears throat> of a mall. Uh, it looks great that he's hanging out with a 10-year-old girl. Yeah, it looks <laughs> awesome that he's wearing galoshes in a, in, a, in a trench coat and hanging out with a child. He just needs aviator glasses. Uh, yeah. probably Higgins will say that you found a tasteful wrap. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like a like a, a blanket or a wrap or something. Yeah, we'll say it's, it's one of those. Hobbit, it's so a, there's no way One of those shawl wraps that yeah. you typically yeah. wear a, over tashmina. Yeah, that are yeah that are a little t hard to you know. Um, it's it's one of the few things your mom owns that's maybe not in. It's in an earth tone, let's yeah. say. So yeah. it goes with his whole look. Yeah, it's like kind of like a brown. It's a cashmere pashmina. Yeah, there it's like go. it's like a cocoa kind of brown color, yeah. which is like matches the rest of the the, the crap. Yeah. That so Higgins is wearing. Everyone is now warm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla is fed. Did you get something to eat out of the kitchen? So you oh be yeah, I I kind of raided your fridge. I ate every scrap of lunch meat that you had, and I was just <laughs> taking the bread, just balling it up and eating it. <laughs> I was even making sandwiches. At one point, I took a whole uh, jar, a whole bottle of Dijon mustard, and just poured it in my mouth. Uh, Amelie oh, so you has had, you had some Porto. That's, that's what it's called I when pour... you when you peel the crust off of the white bread and then yep. just ball it up. That's what I did because I had white bread and I folded up. I was like, um, Amelie has 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 put blue jeans on and sneakers mm -hmm. and a gargoyles T-shirt. Okay, very good. And with, a jacket with nice. her with her with her winter coat. Okay. So you uh, shopping montage is over. You all have winter looks, so you won't freeze to death. Bonus. Uh, and then uh, it the is starting to get... The sun is definitely gone down. You are looking at 5 o'clock. Randall freezes. <gasps> he looks at Amelie's shirt. You guys, it's time for Gargoyles. Oh, it is. I mean, oh, it is. I love that show. Vanilla's I... already downstairs and has the TV on. <laughs> I... We have... We have Goblin to look for. Don't care. Gargoyles is awesome. Yep, I think that's for episode four. <laughs> Dice Dice My Darling is an Agony Alt Studios production and part of the Simply Adorkable Podcast Network.